of it. And uh, I, I looked over at some point in like, you know, 15, 20 minutes in and I'm like, oh, it stopped recording. Like we're out of battery. We're out of battery or memory or something and i was like oh, oh shit sorry dude oh, uh, i just realized we didn't hit this and he was kind of like that's cool man we had a good chat like he was like i'm not staying Bye. here yeah. and doing that again he's like we had a good chat we know that we had a good chat and i'm like yeah sorry i failed you man <laughs> I was like, this wasn't the best interview i had a plan and everything and i fucked it up yeah which relates, well, I guess, to this to topic, the, the topic I yeah. did not keep my uh, professionalism. professionalism. I let myself get carried away yep. a bit being a punter. Yeah, I hear that. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? My name is Jamil. And I'm Jared. And we're back with another episode. Yay, yay. <laughs> get out of town. Gang signs. Nah, gang signs whoa, are not whoa, funny. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're back for another episode of Neon Hotline Brisbane, catching up with some really iconic creatives. Oh yeah, tonight is going to be a banger. Mm-hmm. But without further ado, let's do what we need to do first. So we would like to recognize this country as being the lands taken care of by traditional owners and acknowledge the Yagra and Turbul people on whose lands we're recording. We pay our respect to elders past and present and acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as First Nations peoples. Of Australia. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you. Also, National Reconciliation Week coming up. NADOC Week also coming up. Yep. If you want to do something, buy some tickets for the NADOC ball and give it to community. That's my tip for you. Um, so, like I said, we've got some pretty cool, iconic creatives coming into the studio having a bit of a chat with us. Yeah. But let's do our Brisbane build. We should really have a theme song for this. Brisbane built. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, who do you have on your Brisbane built list? So, I've yeah. got some cool cool vibes on this. Um, I attended an Ida Hobbit. Uh, Uda who? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ida Buttrose. So, Ida Hobbit stands for International Day Against LBGTQIA Plus Discrimination. Ah, right. So, it was a little workshop that I attended during the week. So, mm-hmm. that was the 17th of May. Wow. And um, the speaker, so, apologize if I... S- if I get the name wrong, Nevo Zizen. Yeah, fam, you, that's not you, man. Okay, cool. Uh, mm. You can find them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was just a real, really cool. Um, so the workshop was around um, educating people on transgender identity. Okay. And L- LGBTQR plus. I wouldn't say problems, but the what Issues. they face yeah, yeah what they face in society and i think it's just around acknowledging that people it's not just living a, a everyday life they they're dealing with issues daily mm-hmm. that that pe- other people don't have to deal with so exactly, it was yeah. it's it's uh, it's just about opening people up to new ideas new concepts mm-hmm. new thought thought patterns and stuff so as i say nevo spoke really well mm-hmm. passionate um and just sharing their story so it was really good their wow. author so get out and support um as i say i really enjoyed it it's always good to not that i have bad concepts in my mind but it's good to challenge it's such bad concepts <laughs> in my mind. no it's good to challenge your thought patterns and exactly. challenge your misconceptions about mm-hmm. ideas every now and again just to keep you on your toes so that shout out to nevo um obviously the the bsaf i've attended that was rad it's the last week so 
if you haven't been something get out there um i went to this the slap up sticker slap up that we were talking about in the previous episode i actually went to it um it was a swedish artist mr saw two swedish no spanish sorry oh, oh. i was gonna oh. say swedish artist no. did he spanish. have a swedish fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so if you want to see some of his art get down to felons he's painting but it, obviously it's going to be there for a while because he's painting it on the wall so get down <laughs> to felons you'll see some of his art down there Sick. um want to shout out mr wabi it's a new restaurant or a newish restaurant in um burnett lane oh, okay it opened like towards the end of last year what are we eating what is it asian street food style mm. oh what a treat bit of buns, bit of oh, bit of chicken food. oh <laughs> you're hitting all the topics ASMR right now <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. even without the food <laughs> <laughs> even without the food i have a very good imagination okay and lastly We'll be speaking to him a bit later on the show, but uh, a track that I've been listening to has been Ape Man featuring Freak, and okay. the song's called Friday. Friday. It's a jam. Very fitting. It's a jam. It's a jam. It's and a jam. you, what, what have you been up to? What's on your list? What's what's a, what's the story? You know, I was trying to think about this as I was, you know, going and trying to find a mm-hmm. agenda for this episode. Yeah. Um, but what have I been up to? I guess shout out to Blacklash because they put on an event earlier this year at QUT, block party event. Um, so catching up with Ethan, Enoch and Trilla D for their new group called Black Cadence. Um, also Aurora, who's now uh, did her first performance as a musician, I guess. Um, very soulful artist. Cho- go check out her song Cancer Moon. Um, what other shows did I attend, have the pleasure of attending? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Digi Youth Arts for um, mm. letting me come through to their shows. They've been like, you should come. Um, so, met Jem Daily. If you don't know who she is, something's wrong with you. So, I Ooh. wanted to shout out to Yajilia, who's from the west coast of South Australia, but based in Gimway, Cairns. Um, powerful, powerful singer. So, go check her out. Um, also, uh, what else have I been up to? Oh, I saw some other great bands last night as well, (laughs) as you know, um, but what I do want to shout out is their next theater performance, which is called Corked. Um, that's going to be occurring at QPAC. So please, please go and attend. Um, grab a mate, grab a friend, shout out to them. Yeah. Sweet. Keeping it sweet. You know, keeping it simple and sweet because you had a really cool list. Yeah. So without further ado, let's jump into this action. Like literally. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Woody Molly, y'all. What's up? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? My name is Jamil. And my name is Jared. Yeah. And welcome to this episode. Yeah, it's a cool episode because we've got some really, really cool guests. But we're also in a different studio. Oh. Shout out to Dion at La La Land Studio. Um, but our iconic guest, as we call each and every person that comes through, is the lovely. I'm going to get yourselves to introduce. So I'm going to start on my left. All right. My name is Dan the Ape Man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm your girl, K-May. Thank you for having me. Thanks Keen for ass. coming through tonight. Oh, what? Kane. 
what else would you be doing on a Friday night, you know? Oh, sitting uh, in a room talking. Yeah, I, I would absolutely be sitting at home still. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much planned for tonight. Rain, rainy days like this, I'm like, yeah, let's stay in. Let's do it. It's a good excuse, really. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, it is a vibe, right? It's been raining terribly for the past, what, month? Yeah. Almost, yeah. Past, like, year? Since the start of the year. Yeah, on and off, like, yeah, La Nina's really been about, like, it started raining probably this time last year, even. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, working in the winter and it, like, raining and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's not quite winter yet, but, yeah, we're getting into it. Slowly. Yeah, we're slowly, but surely. I think we're in the midst of, real, like, finding out, I think, over the next couple of years, it's like we're going to mm-hmm. realize that our seasons don't go by the European seasons and that, that that's just an outdated model that needs yeah, to be thrown out. Like totally. We, I think we are like wet and dry season kind of thing, more like they keep track in the Northern Territory and stuff as well. They have, I think, six seasons there and it's like wet, dry, dry, you know, Posh, like hot, yeah. hot, 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 dry, wet, hot. So, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember how to, how to break it up, but I think we're going to realize that, yeah, we don't, we don't go – Autumn, spring, yeah, you know, nah, autumn, summer, winter, spring, yeah, no, no, no. summer, like the yeah, Europe in a while. <laughs> Seasons are trash anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, just, just take each day as it comes. Like, you know, it's a social concept. I never saw an orange <laughs> leaf drop off a tree like that. That's that that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that. that autumn shit is fucking wise. I like an additional season because it's like I reckon four. in Melbourne. I was like, yeah. do we have four? What is four? It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends yeah, if they're no, evergreens or not. It's probably because they planted European trees. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I don't know. Fair enough. I could just imagine the yeah the the stone you know the tree coming out and it's just completely guarded by concrete Crazy. in everywhere and all you can do is drop a sad little <laughs> orange leaf. <laughs> the vivid animation I see of that. It's sad. It like turns it into like this teardrop. Yeah. yeah exactly. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it lands into in the puddle gutter. and then you see the person's reflection crying in the puddle oh. after the ripple. <laughs> I did study film. I should, I should do some like screen. We both study yeah, filmed yeah, actually. Sure, yeah, sure. I forgot about that yeah, shit. Same. I yeah. forget about it all the time. What a waste of like two years. <laughs> no, 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 no. The skills translate. Yeah. Well, okay. Go- going on from that. Can you, so I've noticed that everybody is a multidisciplinary artist. Not yes. everybody is one thing. Mm. So I guess I'll start with you, Kayman. Yes. What is your, I know you're, you're an artist, musical do you say rapper or rapper? Musician? Yeah, yeah, rapper. Yeah. I think so. I wish I could say musician, but uh, <laughs> I can't play any instruments. So uh, yeah, your no. voice is an instrument. Right? Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you go. for that validation. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. For sure. When I'm feeling fancy, I'll call myself a musician. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, but other than that, I think like yeah, I like I have my film background, so um, a lot of sort of skills in production, direction. Um, and yeah, just like being an all-rounder on set, I always loved that. Mm-hmm. Very good at organisation. So uh, I've done a few contracts here and there, like producing, like production assistant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love dancing. Uh, dance is amazing. Um, and I paint for myself here and there. Yeah. Nice. So they're sort of my yeah main things. I do like to sew too, but like <laughs> they're just like little random bursts of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What are we talking about? The sewing? Is it like the sewing? hoop one or is it like... Oh, oh it's a sewing, sewing machine. Oh, sewing yeah, girl. Machine. Oh, yeah. You, you didn't crochet yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go that way. But okay. So, no, I yeah, hand stitch sometimes. How, that's how I do it. Like, I, I I didn't figure out the sewing machine. I was like, I'm going to sew this patch to this goddamn yeah. thing like, an, <laughs> like, a, like a real human being and like... 
each freaking thing and get all the like little blisters almost from the, yeah. the needle because I didn't have a thimble, thimble or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stupid old school it. way. I went Amish. Yeah, dog. <laughs> what about you, Eight? Where Where yeah. are your multi? Uh, well, talents? definitely, I would say that like musician. Well, I I don't usually. I I have the same thing with musician. I don't consider myself. I I think it's like producer and composer more so. Mm. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with those labels yeah, much yeah, yeah. more so. Be, but when it comes to musician, it's like yeah, you can't just pass me something and I'm like, oh, I know how to play this, and I don't know musical theory enough to call myself a musician necessarily. But uh, composer, producer, definitely. I consider myself a rapper. It took a long time to call myself a rapper. Yeah, sometimes well. I'm stutter. I, I was like, oh, maybe I'm a poet, or because I don't want to be like people to judge me as a rapper. Like it was, it was because growing up, it was like I got called a wigger for liking hip hop mm. at all and stuff. And there's this whole stigma around hip hop, mm-hmm. and like only when I like in our sort of generation did it become cool at all. So I definitely shied away from that. But uh. Sure. Uh, film, I studied. I did like directing and writing in that uh, radio hosting. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I forgot I did that too. Radio host too. <laughs> um, I've done some clothes design and stuff, also graphic design, uh, a little bit of animation and stuff when I was doing film. Um, I used to work at 31 Digital, the like Briz or Briz 31, you might yeah, have heard yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 the, the channel. community TV show as well. So I did like. I hosted a couple of shows on there um, and did like behind the scenes sort of stuff as well and some voiceover and whatnot. So it, it kind of came through uni was like the opportunities came up and every time I found a new thing that I could express myself in, it's like, oh, I want to do that. So I would just jump in like feet first into every new creative endeavor mm. if it sparked my interest. And then I'm like, I do like a quick microcosm of the entire thing in like a month or two. And then I'm like, microcosm. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I'm like, I I go through, I I completely immerse myself in it, become obsessed with it. Mm. And then I pretty much drop it. I'm like, I've done that. That's cool. I know what that's about. I'm not an expert in any way, but I've got, I could give you a blurb on it and I've done it enough that I can, uh, tell someone else what I want done mm. about this, but yeah, I don't ever totally. become a master of anything. So that's it. I just jump from obsession to obsession and music's the one that stays constant yeah. in, mm-hmm. in that. Well, not, and not constant, but the one that keeps coming back the most. Mm, so like a jack of all trades. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely a master of none. I don't think I'll ever be a master at any of it. I think like, cause I level up everything at the same time. I can't like get really great at rapping because I'm rapping and producing. So mm-hmm. I have to, even if my raps don't, I have to make the beat better to match my raps now. And so it all just kind of has to build up like this rather than getting a master of one skill. Mm. Sheesh, man. <laughs> I remember when you were telling me this at um, Huvaku's show and I was like, damn, yeah. I would not have the capacity, the mental capacity, the exhaustion would just be real. Oh, well, I while I was doing this, I wasn't working. That's okay. the main thing is that I had the freedom to, I, I've, I've, I was bumming around basically mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was it. It's like rather than working at a job that pays me money, let me work at weird creative pursuits that no one cares whether I'm doing or not mm-hmm. and, and put but all my really- time... That's really cool in developing yourself and yeah, developing totally. new aspects yeah, yeah. Of, of what you can do to yeah. make money eventually. You know, like, For sure. I don't think there's ever lost that time nah. as, as well. For sure. Translating it into money is just the hardest part. Like, yeah, because <laughs> sure. uh, then that's almost like its own skill. Like yeah, for it. sure. You know, you can, yeah. you can have the hard production skill, like you could create clothes or something. But if you don't know, say on with music, if you don't know how to get it out there, that's 
you're not getting anywhere. You, yeah. You're not going to get any orders to make your amazing thing if no one knows that you're doing it. And Yeah, you really got to push yourself out there, hey? And, yeah, think, like, in a business mindset and, um, yeah. Mm. Be ethical, too, at the same time. Oh, straight. Yeah. 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 Lot to lot to juggle. But going back at that, I always feel like if I wasn't so creative and, you know, didn't always try and fulfill my passions, like what would I be doing? Like I think I feel like I'd just be yeah parallel universe version of you just sitting in an office or something. Relaxes, yeah, or works like that. Yeah, Yeah, but yeah, or sits in an office. Like I don't know about that, Kayla. There's definitely a homeless homeless (laughs) version of me out in the multiverse for sure. Having a good time. Yeah, there was one version of me that just said, Fuck this, I'm done. And just (laughs) walked out and just sat by that river or something. Yeah, yeah. but the river. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, thanks for making everyone that does sit behind a desk feel real good about themselves. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate yeah. that. I, 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 did yeah. a, I did a call center like desk job for like a year and it was like, it was literally driving me insane. But that was also because it was like repetitive, like mm. saying yeah. the same scripts yeah. over and over yeah. again. It's that like, I'm a, a human bee. This doesn't work like this. Like you... I can't say the same phrase perfectly over and over again and feel like i am still an organic being yeah it was, was yeah. it at least like interactive or was it people just being like nah fuck off Boop. yeah or no because like, it was it was people calling me so it was oh, more yeah, cool. damage control yeah for most of it. it's like these companies don't want to take responsibility for their lack of a warranties department or something yeah. so we're here to take their calls and instead of just having an answering machine say someone's not available right now they have us say someone's not available right now and then they're like Oh, but can you just tell me this? And we're like, no, they didn't yeah. tell us that information. Your problems are like, going to be solved. But can you just tell me what hours you're open? And I'm like, no, the company said we're not allowed to tell you. Th-. And they're like, what do you mean? Do you work for the company? I'm like, yes, in their <laughs> off-site call contact center. And they're like, so you're just a call center guy? And I'm like, no, I'm not allowed to tell you that straight <laughs> to your face. No, I work for the company, but I'm off-site. And it's just like... Why even employ me here? It did. It made no yeah, sense. Well, anyway, we're like getting you off said, pass it on the blame. I can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Scapegoats for real. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Kayla, you. Yo. I think the first time I met you was at Wellborn Show, and I think you had yeah. recently mm. come back from the overseas. Yeah, yes, yeah. I remember that. That was yeah. a really good night. It was a very good night. We met so many different people. I yeah. don't think Jared, were you there at the same time we met Kayla? No, I was, I, I, was, I was there earlier. Was that his show yeah. at? In it was in Milton, was yeah, it? The mongrel. Yeah. Mongrel, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I was there earlier. We was doing like the live painting. Mm. Yeah, no, oh. must have yeah, yeah, just yeah. missed you. Yeah. yeah, we were, we were yeah. staying out late that. Yeah, yeah, loose. Maybe a weekend. I can't. Yeah. Remember. Oh, I just got back from Poland and Berlin and mm-hmm. in London as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. That was, was dope. kind of like you were about to jump into. Well, you were already in the music scene by then. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, I was like. I'd already like I had done my events. I was doing events in the music scene, That's but right. it this was as Don't Touch was sort of like manifesting, and like I was I had just written about like experiences that happened in Berlin mm-hmm. through Don't Don't Touch, and um yeah, trying to work out that release. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was before sort of I, I think I established myself as an artist and mm. a musician properly well, is it, the push was about your london the pu- experience yeah the well, push was yeah, yeah the push was but about like going from australia to the uk right. and home again oh, and just okay. like so repeating the same cycle yeah that. that was oh, a different okay. trip right, yeah right, right. so um yeah don't touch was going back to berlin uh well going back to the uk and being in berlin and that was 2019 yeah, yeah. wow so i would have just written don't touch i think in that 
that I time. Think you, were, you were talking about the song at that point. Yes. I was like, oh, you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, just come up here. I've had this experience. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. See where this is going to go. Sure. But, um, what, t- yeah, go on. I was going to say, was your trips to England and to Berlin and that was that work-based or was that just like no holidays, it was um adventures? like one of my best friends natalia shouts out um she got married to her husband now kuba and they live in poland so we were really good friends like in leeds we worked in the same cafe together and yeah there was no way i was gonna miss my homegirl's wedding so mm-hmm. went over there for that and obviously took some extra time out because i just love traveling and experiencing so yeah you know did it one thing about covid i hate Bruh. It's like all the travelling that you have planned, right? And then uh-huh. COVID hit and I was like, oh. But we're, I mean, it's, go, it's opening back up again now. So get inspired. Get inspired. Oh, we're, we're going back overseas. As soon as the Australian government can give me my citizenship, then I can travel. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is right. such a weird Yeah, yeah wow. Like you're trying. Italian and like it, it, what he tells me about what he has to jump, all oh, these hoops yeah. he has to jump through and it's stuff. It's some bullshit. To prove that he can speak English and stuff. And, and, and all he, he works his... And you've got to pay $500 to prove you can speak English, <laughs> English yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the hell? That's a lot. These people in our country can't speak English. There's people <laughs> born here who can't speak our language as well as people who come here and learn it. Like, yeah. It's stupid. I, f- I feel the pain. Yeah. Like, we've well, yeah, this is your pain. A year. Damn. Nah, yeah. so we did the four, you have to be here four years. Yeah, yeah. On PR. Yeah. Wow. Reason, right. And then you can apply for a citizenship. Yeah, and yeah. so we got the, like the thumbs up, you can get citizenship yeah, a year yeah. ago. Now we're just waiting for the ceremony. Yeah. And you're not a citizen until you go to the ceremony. So, That's so stupid. Oh, uh, neck one. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so, yes, traveling. Woo-hoo. Yeah, let's go. Come on. That is so obscene. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to really, like, solidify, like, your roots here before you can just go mm. live your life. Like, yeah. Um, right? So yeah. What can yeah. we do? What can we do? Um, so... Recently, rabbits lettuce. Rabbity lettuce. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. That was cool. Okay, can, oh my god! Can we just get a brief like bio of what that was. Oh, you know, um, so Laurie uh, and Masterwolf from Freestyle Fridays uh, hit us up to do it. They so rabbity lettuce has existed for a few years. Yeah, it's I think it's like, like fifteen. A dance festival. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. I think one. it'll wow. be his fifth. It, their fifteenth year next year. I'm pretty sure. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it started as a doof, and then it's become like a legitimate festival mm-hmm. um, since then. It's very dance oriented, yeah. very electronic yeah. music oriented, drum and bass. So they've never really had hip hop there before. And Laurie, uh, through his connections, through being an event organizer and like a stage manager and stuff, it was a drunken has, night um, out. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. He met the guy who who runs Rabbit yeah, Seat Lettuce. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was just like, bro, like, let me curate some hip hop there, man. Oh, like, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it would have been through his industry connections. They met and they yeah. were talking, but it was on a night out and they were all drinking. Yeah. And apparently, like, Homeboy like remembered his name and actually like nice, found him on Facebook and was like, I want you to do it. And Laurie yeah. was like, Oh, sick. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that full story. Well, yeah. yeah, that's it. So he curated. They got given a six, six hour slot. Um, on one of the sort of main ish state, I guess I think there was three, four stages. Yeah. It was a decent one. Stage. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like, you know, a lot of times hip hop artists get put on the hip hop stage and it's like, oh, that little platform out the back. <laughs> cool. I, I can see how much you respect our genre here. You know, yeah, but this no, was a this legitimate was stage like... and it, we, we got a prime time slot and everything. Yeah. We like, really, we truly did Saturday was, night. Fucking yeah. rad, yeah. yeah. We and so that Laurie had a bunch of artists come through. We only did a couple tracks each, and then they had ciphers and freestyle games and stuff in between as well. Um, and yeah, it was great. It was such Everyone a good environment. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely slayed there. 
little mini sets and um, we just had, yeah, a great time. So was this the first time that he had had, like, performed at this show? Like, obviously at at the Rabbit Sea Lettuce, for yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. And yeah. a couple of little, like, sort of festival slots like that sort of thing, but as, like, as eight men doing, like, a 30 or 40 minute set sort of mm-hmm. thing, yeah. And how'd you find that experience? Uh, to to rabbit, Rabbits? Mm-hmm. Like, it was weird because we were only doing such a small yeah, uh, amount. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't... I'm not uh, someone who really thrives on, like, freestyling live. I like freestyling, but I like doing it in, like, backyards. Yeah, with your homies. Where I'm yeah, chilling yeah, with yeah. my mates and stuff. Mm. Doing it on stage is a weird thing that I don't get much out of. Mm-hmm. And I don't find that it excites me or anything. So I wasn't really super keen for that aspect of it. And they're not pressuring us all to do that. So it's yeah. fine. I'm just like... You know, I, I I jumped up once and I, I I sucked. It was one of the like that was pretty much the worst freestyle I've ever spit in my yeah, life. I did a really on, on shit freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like we're just so. There like, was a good one though, but the other yeah, one. No, it's it's like different minds to me. Like mm. rehearsing and and memorizing and reciting lyrics is like where, one of my absolute strengths. Like I can I know most of my friends lyrics better than they do. Yeah. Mm. Like on stage, I'm the one who's like. I've got you. I've got, I, I know that Hyping. if you, if you miss that thing, I've generally got it and I can pick it up kind of thing. But freestyling, I like it. But anyway, point being, I was, I wasn't that hyped about that. The doing the three songs I thought at first, ah, it's not really enough to like, it's hard. How do I choose out of my catalog of songs? And I usually have 30 minutes to tell a story about who I am. How do yeah. I choose three songs that can, you know, show the breadth of eight man of my human experience and my sonic catalog kind of thing. And it's tough, but I found a couple um, yeah. and it, it worked. It was, it was fun, but uh, definitely different. Definitely uh, something I, at the time, honestly, I didn't take it as seriously as I would have if it was like a 30 minute set. Like I would have been very, but I was kind of, yeah, it's cool. We're all doing a big thing. We'll, I'll jump up, do a couple tracks and mm. yeah. Honestly, I had the most incredible time. Like, <laughs> yeah, as soon as like Laurie like offered the opportunity to me, I was like, fuck yes, I'm keen as. Like, cause I love like the festival atmosphere and like I love doofs as well. I don't go to a lot of doofs, but I really do enjoy like just that, that one love, you know, that pumps around the festival site. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as soon as Laurie was like, cool, every artist gets 10 minutes each. I was like, I'll bring the girls. And then we com- we combined our set and did like a 30 minute set all together. Oh, yeah. you said the, girl. the girls. So I had, um, I got Bianca Power and Golden Web, which is Bridget. Mm-hmm. And then we also brought Sartika too. So yeah, so pretty much BBT mm-hmm. out of BBTK. Yeah. Um, like Chrissy was supposed to come. She was my first, like she's my home girl. So that was like the first homie that I, I hit up and was like come through. But she had to be in Adelaide because it was over Easter and she wanted to see her fam. So yeah, we had the girls. We did a 30-minute set and I was like let's go boss vibe. So we all like had boss jackets and oh, just I think, you know, being like some of the, the only girls that were there besides Locket. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so, yeah. so, yeah, we kind of really stood out and, like, I had a lot of women, like, come up to me after and sort of obviously gurning, but, like, saying that they just felt, like, so empowered from was the so, set. Even, yeah, oh. just, like, standing in the crowd and looking around. I could see, <laughs> yeah. like, crowds of girls just being, like, like that they look were on their feeling face. It. Like, yes! Yeah. Holy shit! Yes! Yeah. Someone said, that, like, I felt that, that like, it yeah. was just everywhere. It was self-evident on everyone's faces. It was faces. so good. Yeah. yeah, and one, like, girl, like, came up to me and said that, like, she felt, like, m- my lyrics, like, in her body and her soul, and mm. she said she was taking her power back now, and I was like, whoa! Yeah, I was like, you yeah. get it, girl. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's always a, a side effect of playing at 
uh, or yeah, a thing that happens when you play at like festivals and doofs and stuff. Well, it's a bit free. Yeah. Well, people who aren't familiar with hip hop at all, they see oh, yeah. it and, it's and they like, just get attracted oh my to God, it. Yeah. They're like, what is this? We had no idea this existed. We had no idea that local people were good mm. at all. Like, like I've, I've had so many things said to me where it's just like, whoa, I didn't know hip hop even existed here, kind of thing. Like, except for cliches like hilltop hoods from back in the that's what everyone thinks yeah or yeah, cursor, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. it's like hilltop hoods or cursor because well, that's so many what's been fed to them think yeah aussie hip-hop is until they see something and then it's like what and they're so blown away by it and it's like i appreciate it but it's always like dude it's not hard to find like what do you but mean no. i've been i've been shouting across every platform i can that this is happening like yeah you know, true. We're, we're trying to get awareness to it but it's like that it, it points out why it's more necessary i think to have those sorts the exposure of exposure and stuff yeah, yeah and for sure. i think it's also a cool environment for people to chat to you and see that you also like normal like come yeah, up talk about it yeah. Yeah. like oh sick yeah, people yeah. we're gonna listen to you more and like yeah you don't disappear so good. off into a green yeah. room and backstay it's like you're back in the festival yeah, that's you, it you're we're partying here. with them yeah, yeah. totally yeah, that's it, for sure yeah which i guess leads into <laughs> <laughs> being how do you separate that professionalism and being one with the crowd at yeah. those kinds of events yeah. How did you I, find that? I, I had a, I had a, I had a moment. <laughs> I had a moment. I think the moment that like really like sort of got to me the most like was just, I was in my tent and I was trying to put on my performance clothes and I was like in my two man dome tent, like lying down, yeah, yeah, yeah. like rigging my pants up. And I was just like, this is like, this is, how am I the artist right now? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. I just feel like I'm a punter, like, you know, yeah. trying to get on their festival clothes. So that that for me, I was just like, okay, I need to like look after myself more uh, if I'm going to be an artist at the crowd, especially where it's an environment where you have to take on that role. Like we're not getting, yeah. we're not getting caravans and like, you know, glamping, yeah, yeah, we're not glamping yeah. as artists. But um, yeah, another separation that I had to, had to do as well mentally was like not drink, like not drink before my set. Like I smoked a little bit, but like... Like, that's nothing out of the ordinary for me. And, mm. like, I didn't want to get too trippy or anything before my set either. So yeah, yeah. I, I really had to do, like, yeah, had to discipline myself. And through doing that, I actually had an amazing Saturday before we performed in the evening because I went to bed, like, earlier on the Friday, didn't stay up late and party. And then I just woke up and got to do all the workshops through the through the day. So I did, like, yoga and qigong, um, and then yeah, like uh, we did that wand making. Um, right, was that the yeah. Sunday though? Maybe I think that was the yes, Sunday. Sunday yeah. yeah, but I was really inspired from Saturday, and I was like, okay, come come through and make sure I make some good food and have like some nice coffee and stuff before the set. So I think I did good separating myself. But yeah, yeah there were definitely moments where, yeah, I could have been more uh, artist like, I suppose, mm. like treated myself with a bit more like VIP quality. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I was kind of a bit more on the opposite spectrum of that. Where <laughs> I definitely drank a bit too much beforehand. Uh, and that was because it's like when I when I go to a gig um, and say we're playing in Brisbane or something, I have usually it's like I only want to have one or two beers yeah. before I get on stage. It's enough to just, you know, loosen the lips. Yeah, make you feel just comfortable. Give, yeah, just get a little bit like, all right, cool, I'm here, I'm here. I'm not buzzed yet. It's not even like tipsy yet. It's just like... Okay, I'm awake, yep. I'm here, I'm in a venue, this is what we're doing. And I also, like, part of it is, uh, almost like we were saying before we started, like, b certain beers, they get too burpy and stuff oh, as yeah, well, and then you yeah. get too bloated. So I know that that's a thing that I've had to pull back from, where I've been on stage before in my uh, sort of earlier performances, being like, but 
they're burping and they're like crap all right i gotta find my place again kind of thing and it's like i don't want that anymore i know that that's something i steer clear of but at the festival it's different because i i wasn't at home on my own i wake up swept up and people are getting into yeah mate they were getting getting into it and i'm like all right let's wait till the arvo and i'll have a couple beers as i go in and then it's like it starts picking up. It's a Saturday. Yeah, this it's is a, the peak it was the, of the big entire night. festival. It legit was, yeah. And we're all getting so g'd up about the f- the performance coming up. I also um I did a little bit of a performance earlier that day because Laurie, the guy who organised yeah. it, had this cool setup at our tent where we because we had kinda, themed camps. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a like themed a, camp. We had hip-hop. like this whole tent was like ours is the freestyle hip hop yeah. tent sort of thing. So people were coming in and sometimes we had crowds of like 50 people around our campsite because we would, people were practicing their sets or just freestyling. Yeah. And like, yeah. So in Laurie wanted us to kind of like do a bit of a run through and I didn't do it the night before. So I was like, fuck it this afternoon. I'll go through it. And then people started gathering and I was like, Oh shit. Well, I was giving them a half ass rehearsal version but now there's people standing here looking at me in my face a couple meters away from me, like where you are. And they expect, they think this is a performance. They think that I am performing right now. Yeah, so yeah, I, had yeah, to, yeah. I felt like I had to turn my performance up. I was performing at a five and I was like, shit, let's crank it to nine then. Like, cause they're here yeah, and they, yeah, they were actually vibing with my stuff. And I was like, cool, let's, let's, let's get them into it. I shot my voice. I, I performed <laughs> too hard I turned up too much oh, in that little shit. thing because I got too excited about it and I hadn't warmed up because I didn't think that I was actually mm. doing a performance. I was just going to get up and be like, yeah, I was going to rap like this the whole time sort of thing. And I started getting into it. And afterwards, literally as I put the mic down, I was like, you dickhead. I was like, I can feel that, like that little just like, yeah, strain in my throat. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just be real quiet from now. And I'll do warm-ups before I get up there. Mm. But it's just that day. It was like a couple hours before. And I felt like it wasn't performing at my best. But also that takes nothing away from the fact that I got too drunk. I got a little bit too drunk. I did the performance well. Everyone, no one had anything bad to say about yep. my performance. In terms of me being drunk, that's fine. Like I didn't embarrass myself because I was a little bit too drunk. I don't remember what I was saying in between <laughs> things oh, yeah. too much oh. because I was a bit drunk, but that also kind of happens in every yeah. performance. I wing it. I, mm. I'm not like a, I'll rehearse an idea that I'll talk about, but what actually comes out on stage is always a roll of the dice yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but I watched a video back of it and I was like, what was I saying in between that? I was like, okay, that's a little bit too much. I improvise. I winged it a little bit too much for what I would usually like to, but yeah but it's a festival it's, like, it is at, at i know day, yeah like, it's, and it's very easy to get into that festival vibe yeah, and kind totally. of slippery slope whoop, yeah and the next thing you five beers down and you but i definitely as well like part of it i i have to admit is that i didn't take the performance as seriously because of the nature of it because it was a 10 minute set i was like yeah it's cool we'll we'll get up i uh, we'll, we'll do a couple tracks and I, I don't like that. Like that's, uh, it, it was uh, something that when I saw how hard everyone else brought it that night. And again, I didn't like fuck up. I wasn't fucking around. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. like give you a lackluster silly. performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't go into it with the intention of giving my absolute best performance. I was like, we'll go do a thing and I got a free festival ticket out of this and we'll go get lit afterwards. It'll be over in 10 minutes. Like my performance is going to be like this. Blinken missed it. 
And so I hadn't been as professional about it from there, from the mindset to begin with. So I think that's also why I let myself have a couple more beers because I was like, ah, ah 10 minutes. My mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all, you know, it's a revolving door at this campsite of all these cool rap people and we're just getting... It's hard to separate that because yeah. to you, it's you and all your mates, but to everybody else, it's like yeah, artists on stage. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty, yeah. yeah, yeah that's supposed to be professional, yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, but it's funny how you can just like get lost in that mindset where it's just like, well, it's just me and the homies like mm. doing our thing, but really like from an outside perspective, like you are an artist and people yeah. are like watching you for the first yeah, time yeah, or exactly. something like that. Yeah, and, and me and my friends are artists, so yeah. we are meant to, it's casual for us yeah, because totally. we've played so many gigs together and stuff and it's not yeah. uh, like – it's not like that first gig where you're like, oh my, oh my God, God, we're about to get on stage. Yeah. This is like make or break for us guys. Like, it's like, oh, it's another performance. Well, cool. it's even similar to like, even like having your music on Spotify. Like one of my yeah, homegirls, sure. like, you know, from Gladdy um, was just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I can type in KMA and my homegirl's name's on Spotify. Yeah, you know, I can yeah, listen to her yeah. music. But for me, I was like, that's damn, a, that, yeah. yeah, I was like, that's not really a big win in my yeah. world. Like everybody's on Spotify, exactly. like easy. around you me. You know how easy it is yeah. to get on Spotify. Well, not even how easy it is, but just ha- you have to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, right, yeah. right. I feel like, you know, getting your first release out on Spotify is, it's a challenge if you're doing it independently. Like mm. you got to learn about retrieving your song and like you know you don't have a right, profile right. until you actually release the song and yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, weird yeah, yeah. yeah it's really it's quite yeah, weird i guess what i was yeah, saying is like but you, I mean, you know yeah. that like with distro kid you can pay 20 dollars for a subscription and you yeah. can have unlimited Limited. uploads yeah to totally Spotify sort of thing it's like that when when people are completely unversed in the Your, industry yes it yeah. seems like magic to yeah. them like yes we're, totally like, what are you doing and it's like man i just screwed up I just did the worst freestyle I've ever done. And people are like, that was awesome, man. And I'm like, patting you on the <laughs> so back. That's and it's like, to me. did you listen to my raps? <laughs> None of that made sense. I, I it was not good. in that or something like, but that's the, it's, you're dealing with different people. And I definitely see a massive difference between performing at festivals like that to performing at hip hop gigs in a city, in a venue, because the hip hop crowd react very differently. Hip hop crowds, I think, uh, well, I would say at least the hip hop crowds that I was playing to when I was coming up, which were definitely more masculine focused. I, I do see with you guys, with you girls and stuff, like it's, there's a lot more of a supportive energy. I think that's also just testament to the people that you have in your community circle mm. that you've sort of pulled around at your gigs sort of thing. But like for how many hip hop gigs that we went to where it's just hip hop heads judging in front of hip hop heads <laughs> yeah. and everyone's judging each other. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like dog eat dog sort of, mentality and then you go to a festival and no one even cares whether you went the cat was in the hat and he sat on the mat they're just like woo he's freestyling (laughs) it's like that's how that's the bar it's it's such a different bar whereas you go into a hip-hop venue and it's like if this motherfucker isn't better than everyone else in here i don't even care if this mother like my my idol is kendrick lamar right now and i'm listening to someone who's low it's like you there's different standards of it when you're a hip hop head because your idols are like up here, mm. but these guys love just old school hip hop. You can play something from 30 years ago and they're just like, yeah, that's dope. It was a like really nice yeah. crowd though at Rabbit Seat Lettuce. Nice. Like, yeah, everyone was really for it. And yeah, we had a like, I had like, cause I, on the Sunday I went to a sacred sister circle and there were a few girls there that like, I, I came in a little bit late. I might've been like 10 minutes late. And one of the girls, she was on the microphone talking, like everyone was talking about their experiences at the festival. And she was like, Oh, I just don't know if you saw those four women on stage and they were just so empowering and you know, they just looked so great up there. And I was just so proud to be a woman. And I was like, Oh shit. And then one of the girls was like, Oh, that's one of the home girls there. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Like it was such a surreal experience. So I was just like, damn. So 
I forget where I was going with this story now. Um, <laughs> I'm like the, the secret, crowd, the crowd. The crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was another girl there that said like that she really enjoyed being at the hip hop stage. Mm. And I was like, please, like let Rabbit Seat let us know that so we can come back next yeah, year because sure. it was a bit of a trial this year. Mm. Yeah, so hip hop yeah. hadn't been there before, but um, yeah, it seemed like people enjoyed it. That's and good. in terms mm. of like hip-hop head like events like you were talking mm-hmm. about i know i've been to a few of the it was deep level yeah oh yeah, yeah. Really yeah, yeah back yeah. in the day set up at flaming yeah, galore yeah, and yeah. that like what is there around at the moment i was looking at mm. I, I, and correct me if i'm wrong yeah. thirst oh yeah thirst yeah, yeah i used yeah, to yeah. bang out thirst that was yeah. a yeah, yeah wow yeah uh that was a weekly event that i was hosting yeah. at ivory task bless them like mm-hmm. i just randomly got that a job there um i was doing door there one night for a mate cliffo and um he runs hip-hop events and the like ivory task really liked me they're like who are you do you want to be a door person more and i was like yeah, all right. I don't, I don't have anything else to do on the weekend right now. So I did that, and then they sort of learned about like, um, I guess mayhem. the the scene mayhem, and stuff, yeah, and may yeah, and mayhem that I'd been running, and yeah, they were like, oh well, how about on a Thursday? You know, you start doing some hip hop events, and I was like, all right, cool. So yeah, gave me the budget, like you know, paid up everyone, and and yeah, it was really good. Like, it you, it's hit and miss, honestly. Like like sometimes like they're packed regular and like events regular events, weird, yeah, they're, and they're I think such a weird. Is, I don't think there is. Yeah, really sorry, a regular yeah. event at the moment or they do know yeah. of a regular hip-hop well, event um, not really like I know there's yeah. Holy Vibble that T does but he hasn't done one it's in a minute irregular. it's irregular yeah, yeah, yeah it is irregular that's, that's yeah everything's irregular feels yeah. like doing one kind of thing yeah there's yeah, not when like he wants a to monthly do on a show. or a weekly no. sort of event that I know of there might be in like circles that are just getting started like people yeah, yeah. like us who are just like don't know anything don't know anyone and are just starting just a night i'm sure thing. there's probably one like that yeah somewhere. oh do you know what um because that's what we did that's how both yeah of the, before we knew anyone else in the scene was let's we start just putting put on, on events, shows yeah. and meet people through that yeah. totally message artists we get them there and then their crowds, their come, crowds or whatever, come and then and that's then the scene we meet right everyone there. and then all of a sudden you're in yeah. the scene we tried to do strict. We did strictly again. We did a reboot yeah, of strictly right. for the heads, uh, or stri- strictly speaking. But um, yeah. then another COVID wave sort of shut that down. Yeah, that was yeah. that. Didn't Flaming Galar get like real cooked from like? They, is that a? Yeah, they got I, in trouble. Yeah, and I, I think fines there's were... been a few things that, that go in there. The venue had problems, and and its management had problems. I think. Mm. In, in a few things. Yeah. But I mean, a, yeah. There was a shit on flaming glass. Yeah. No, no, no. We had a great time there. I didn't. I thought that they oh, got fined. On, like, yeah. I thought no, they no. got <laughs> fined by the police. Like, like the, yeah. yeah, for COVID. Like, they, oh, wasn't yeah, it like they right, they weren't? Probably. It wasn't being social distance or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was some I'm BS. I'm pretty sure that whole like precinct was locked down for a few weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. there was like there was oh, one traveler that stayed at like the backpacker. Yeah. Locked that whole gig down. That would make sense. They were. Yeah, basically, they Flaming Galar were surviving on food deliveries for a long time. Like they were, they basically weren't open as a venue for most of their week, and yeah. it would just be the kitchen pumping out food, and they did food delivery sort of thing. It's yeah, just true. So hardcore. Yeah, but yeah. The, so in terms of like weekly nights, it's a weird thing. Like, it's necessary, and and as someone who's putting it on, you get so much experience so quickly because yeah. it's like it's pressure like whether it's monthly or weekly it's it's a lot to either one you really got to get in the flow of it yeah weekly is crazy i did that for six months the weekly ones yeah Yeah, that one was and then even monthly is like 
like it's if, still if you a go lot. from like weekly to monthly, it's like, oh my god, you finished that event. You already had to be planning the next one. The next one, one yeah. That one's even on kind the of The artists, thing. the themes. And then and then mm-hmm. yeah, there might be artists that pull out and oh, then I was it's about just to like say, mm-hmm. artists pulling out. Yeah, and... it's it's tough. And Yeah, then, that was a struggle with my EP launch. Like just word, yeah, people, people like I had yeah, a few people right. pull out and stuff like that and yeah, but you know, we we get you always get there. Mm, you always yeah. get there in the yeah. end. It yeah. was a great show. That yeah, was that was obviously such a good show. I really Oh, it was the best. Where were you, sis? Oh my god. Nah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Nah, honestly, it was incredible. Like, um, it was kind of like everything that I just wanted for so long. Like, I wanted to be able to combine like the hip hop music scene with like you know the graph scene and the dance scene because yeah. like they're just like things that I've always admired and loved, and they pass like like they fill me with passion and fuel me. So yeah, it was so good. And like I had Rena, like Soul yeah. Sister Rena, mm-hmm. sing, and yeah. then I had Keila and Saro who um they're like newcomers to the scene, and they they're at the same vocal coaching um place where I go so Music Roof mm-hmm. run by Siki and so I had them on and like Actually jazz music and stuff I didn't realise that Saro is Saro, it? Saro yeah 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 I didn't realise I've met her before true because um, she sings for this covers group called Midnight Sound Machine oh and true and that's Maddie's brother oh yeah, yeah no so way that's, yeah, I didn't know that neither did I and, and I was wow. like Maddie and I were looking at her that night and we're like she looks kind of familiar. She kind of looks like that chick from Midnight Sound Machine, but no, nah, that's not her. But you know what? She, she yeah. didn't make completely different music yeah. than this or whatever, you know? It's You're actually like, so crazy because yeah. I was actually dancing in dance hall lessons with Saro like three years ago. Mm. I have videos of us dancing True. together, but oh, we didn't, didn't we didn't know each, each other, other in that yeah, moment. Yeah. Is that QUT? We, um, no, it was at like my dance house. Like, who, was right. the, who was the lead choreographer? Um, so Emelina did like the dance Ooh, hall like yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 she might have done stuff at QUT too, but mm. yeah, it was just crazy. And then our little worlds like sort of combined and I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, you're in this video. Like we're, <laughs> yeah, we're literally right. like, yeah, you're doing these together. Yeah. yeah. So that was a cool yeah, little, yeah, yeah. yeah. Collaboration, it was a good event. yeah, and Pink Matter as well. I had the oh, so had da- yeah the uh, dance crew though. Oh, so the they so right, there's yeah. that it's all both are female led. It's mm-hmm. so hilarious. Like both are female led. Both are Brisbane based. One's just a band, Pink Matter, and the right. other one's like a dance crew, yeah, and they're yeah, both Pink Matter. Right. So yeah, I had to like. I asked him, I was like, oh, I hope it's okay. Like, I put Pink Matter, like, and then I put Dance Crew after. And she was, and Winita, who's, like, the boss, boss bitch. Um, <laughs> shout out to Winita. She's so dope. Um, she was just like, yeah, we don't usually, like, put Dance Crew, but I understand why. Because I was like, everyone thinks I'm bringing Pink Matter, the yeah, band, the to, to the gig. Like indie yeah, bands, so they're, yeah like they're, like, indie. indie. Rocks, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I was just like, you got to do a dance cypher and then, um, you know, do a choreograph piece too. And, mm. yeah, they really loved it. And they, they gave me heaps of shout outs on that platform too and yeah like the positivity is just like you know just been writing out like yeah so it's a cool element to bring dance into it as well 100 like i I remember years ago thinking like where the hell are b-boys and b-girls like Mm. why isn't break dancing like when it was the four elements of yeah the four four elements elements straight up whatever you know that was part of it and at some point dancing to the music that the people were making diverged and it's like, no, we only dance to break beats or mm. to specific dance music now. Yeah. And we make rap music for like TikTok dancers yeah. or, or, you know, Instagram dancers <laughs> or something instead. Not, and it's like, there's a, they're still inherently tied to each other. They can't. Dancing and music can't not be tied to yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly. But there's nothing like that 
most of the time happening at gigs. Yeah, I think locally for sure. But I think that comes down to the mainstream not being like, not knowing, not knowing. Yeah, yeah, like what sort of local like hip hop and rap is out there. But the dance scene, like the freestyle scene in Brisbane's crazy. It's so good. Like, I was going to say, like, I never knew that there were dance crews around. Yeah. Because I'm from the music side of things and there's never any dancers. There's people, yeah, people don't do choreographed dance at a hip hop gig. That's why I was so crucial to get the dancers in the building. (laughs) I was like, I need the dancers. Opening it up for the dance side. Yeah. and stuff is a cool element that yeah. you know, people can get and it's just so with. hype Feels you know like step up to the streets or something yeah. you know? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. shake exactly. your booty that's next exactly. time yeah make a fake rain machine on the <laughs> dance floor and like yeah <laughs> never mind yeah. the slipping hazards yeah. no anything, no you know? yeah just yeah beware b-boy insight yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And where where was the um where did you hold the launch? Yeah, yeah. So I had that at Compound, which is the warehouse in Woolingabba. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really good. Like, I mean, we had to put in a lot of work. Like Mm. on the day, like eight men actually came through, bless. Mm. So it was my parents and eight men and yeah, we sort of we cleaned up the place and I was just like, I need the stage like this. And yeah, I was like, and I need the scaffolding like this. Like uh, yeah. Like that day. That day. And we were a bit stressy. Yeah, I was trying to keep my cool. I was like, my big show tonight yeah, and the yeah. stage isn't built yeah but now we got there in the good. end had they, to whip they, those they, boys yeah, they pulled it together obviously yeah. they're they're a new venue they are a new venue and, and i don't think they've i don't know it doesn't seem like they, i don't know i don't know them very well but it doesn't seem like they've run a venue at least not like this anyway a warehouse is a different thing to run no but they used to run the warehouse that like bad olive oh, and stuff okay, was in right. yeah yeah oh, yeah 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 you know yeah yeah you know the venue of course because you're you're at bad bitches you've been to heaps of bad olives hey yeah are you going to the next one I'm keen. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it's going to be so fashion. Fashion. Yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> so yeah, the scene right now. It's very fashion now, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Uh, there's, there's not really any music performances. It's just like DJs and well, stuff. Well, yeah. Like, the, the last well, one, they had the after party. Yeah. yeah. So they bring right, the, right. the fashion to bring the people. They, yeah. Yeah. And then once they have the people, they bring the music yeah. and yeah. the yeah. dancing and all yeah. that. I, yeah. Honestly, I think that's the best model. Didn't, yeah. It is. Yeah, I didn't realize that fashion was so tight in Brisbane. Like, oh, we actually got some mad designers. Like, um, well, were you at that event space? Um, the Juniper magazine. magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, event space is so dope as well, like, as a venue. So I'm really about, like, the local fashion scene right now. So I'm so keen for that next battle. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. I've said that to so many different people. I'm like, we have so many different and eclectic designers. Yeah. Like, you see them on the Instagram, but you don't see them in a show. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, where's the space for it? Put them in there. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like a backyard party there, and people showing there was, their a, was, there was fashion at the opening of the BSAF this year wasn't there wasn't was there, there fashion incorporated I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I saw it um, yeah, yeah yeah I thought I thought there was but I don't know because oh, we did I did I, I did a song there that night but I mean this, I yeah this, at this the on the, on the seventh yeah it was funny actually because we opened BSAF last year yeah it was last year yeah I was I was it last year yeah I'm pretty sure it was that was a really good gig but yeah seeing the level up this year I was like damn Lincoln like fuck yes like the massive warehouse has got that huge outdoor space as well which I think they shouldn't have had open that night because uh, like it's looked great but i think it was just too big it would have been sick if everyone was just like in the walls yeah, you know one of the hardest yeah. things at gigs is like having a smokers section a good smokers yeah. section is necessary for a venue yeah but when it's on a gig people get lost in the smokers section and they're like somewhere like uh i don't know if you yep. ever played it like the flying cock no, oh, I haven't. above yeah yes. above where tbc was oh uh, true oh yeah, yeah wow the smokers section time. was out on that balcony 
but the stage is right here. So the walls here and then the smokers is behind the stage. Yeah, yeah, so sick. sound from the band is going the opposite way and being blocked off from here because they've reinforced that wall so that it doesn't spill out on yeah. the street, mm. which means if you're sitting in the smokers section, half the time you don't know the band started. Oh, mm. damn. And so people would just sit in the smokers section Miss the whole and fucking party gig. the whole night kind of thing. And yeah, Chugging you, away. you have to constantly be walking out there and being like, Hey guys, the axon kind of thing. Yeah. Please get the fuck inside. Yeah. Don't embarrass me and the artist and <laughs> the the venue who I told people were gonna come to this gig. You know, come inside, buy some fucking drinks, and please dance for fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, they had a stage outside. <laughs> yeah. That was always the most frustrating thing. Just people smoking, and I'm like, you can do it anywhere you can do it afterwards you came here you paid for a ticket exactly. get the fuck up off your ass and come and watch the music for fuck's sake listen to it like, yeah well BSAF they had the stage out they had a stage outside as well but it was just really windy and cold and wet that night and oh, I, I really right. felt for the yeah, bands that were out true. there I was like damn but I recently just met someone who was playing who played there on that same night I forget their name now that's bad of me but yeah they said it was good like people still came out and like rocked with them but yeah it was so sick having all the art i didn't the venue's so cool oh the venue's the, mad the, as love painting outside yeah and yes yeah, so uh cool. yeah i'm so actually cool. so impressed with all the programming this year too mm. like like i said i had one of the best nights ever like last saturday at elements collective with the dance battles and scribble oh, slam yeah. like yeah, yeah. So so good. So, I haven't been yeah. to one of those scribble squams. Yeah. Was it scribble, scribble slam? Slam. Slam. Because yeah. it's been a minute. What, they they used to host that. Was that at Rick's? Yeah, Rick's. Mm, do you yeah, know yeah. what? Uh, Didn't you actually get me a gig? I think you got me one of my first yeah, gigs at Scribble yeah, Slam, dog. Right, yeah, because right. you couldn't that do it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it? Like, yeah. Or was it Space Cowboy? I don't know who was doing it then. Oh, it was Space Cowboy. Yeah, Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln was paying for Space Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, and I. That's why. I was like, you should link up with Lincoln because he does shit like BSAF and Yonder Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Well, no, he and hadn't had done Yonder at that point. That was still Jungle no, no, Love. Yonder, yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, um, Yonder was a warehouse party before it was a festival. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played there and met like Chronic Bone and shit. That oh, was, yeah, dope. It was like Syntax Junkies and Eight Man and Friends yeah, playing yeah, yeah. The, the first Yonder warehouse party sort of thing. Yeah, they were on that Sundays. Was, what, was it Sundays? They did the scribble? I'm pretty sure it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was, I remember that. That was, that. That, was, that was hard as well because you're like, God damn it, it's a Sunday night. Like, <laughs> put it Sunday Arvo. Yeah. You know, like Sunday <laughs> session yeah. thing, not like six, seven o'clock on yeah. Sunday. Motherfucker, I wanted to be home already. Like, <laughs> this is, yeah, where's my HSP at? I yeah, need legit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, everyone just needs to get four day jobs. Just four, yeah, yeah, you know, just a sure. four day work week. Hey, Let's go. I've been in work in four days. Shush. I, wish I, I <laughs> wish I could find a five day job. You know what I mean? Not like a seven day. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. No, I've got, I've got firm boundaries with work. I'm, yeah, oh, I'm very good. firm. That's I mean, that's good. good. Yeah. I mean it, it's good, right? But then things just creep in and mm. deadlines and the culture. Yeah. It just warps everything. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, boundaries are good until they're not. <laughs> until they don't fit anymore. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, yeah. clearly. Um, uh, one last question, though. What, what do you... I've had the Brisbane hip hop scene described to me before, but how would you describe the Brisbane hip hop sound? What does mm. that sound like to you? Because there's like different. It's so facets, different. Yeah. I think. And it's not just one sound. There's, I feel like there's different ones. Oh, man. So many. I don't think I could really explain all the different. Like, I know there's like people who have like real Afro vibes, mm. but then there's like other people who do the real hoz, like hard ochre. And then there's like more like my side feminine, which like sort of even spills into pop and then R&B like, 
I don't know if there's a word to describe it. Brisbane sound. I don't think there's Joey legit. Joey legit is a Brisbane sound. This is Joey legit is a Brisbane sound. Absolutely. So there's the people who are Brisbane sound are unsung heroes who didn't make it. Yeah. Anyway, like the the people who I actually think I think I'm a Brisbane sound. Like I'm I'm. But then again, that's like it's like what the fuck is that? It's like. Yeah, you, it's what is beca- it? I think I guess part my of it is, is the like, accent. Do we have one? No, mm. there isn't. Absolutely no. not. It it in 2017, trap music started being accepted here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna give you a history lesson. Yeah, please do. Midas Gold was yeah. the top yeah, true, artist true, true, of the true. day at that point, and he was coming through, and there was a big backlash, and I was one of the people hating on him to begin with because he started sounding, he started taking influences from Future and things, good dudes like Young Thug and Travis Scott and stuff auto-tuning yeah he's from his family's from la to begin with so he had a little bit of an accent and he Mm. would use certain vernacular from the u.s that i was like like yeah this is fake like what are you doing we're doing this american americana shit like why don't you make a fucking australian sound why don't you make a brisbane sound yeah oath in hindsight, he was. He actually used his uh, his real voice in all that, even though it was auto-tuned. I think he made some really great music, but it pointed out at that time there was this schism, schism happening, sorry, where like people are like rejecting the Australian accent yeah, yeah, and yeah, moving yeah. towards like, hey, we make global music. And a lot mm. of people talk to this, uh, this is what my influences sound like, so it's okay that I sound like that sort of thing. Mm. And I'm like, I've never been mm. okay with that. I sounded, I had an American accent when I first started rapping. We all did. Because um, all I listened to was like American Future music. And yeah, Kendrick and J. Cole and stuff. And that's, yeah. And Mac. And, so yeah. what am I, mm, I don't listen piece. to, and I didn't like the Australian Ocker hip hop that was mm-hmm. out at the time. I did for a little bit. Though I had my little Bliss and Esso Hilltop, Hill, Hilltop Hoods phase and stuff when I was younger, but I have then went in the exact opposite direction yeah. and completely rejected it in mm. favor of West Coast gangster rap, mm. which yes. I can't relate to in any way, shape, or form. But, <laughs> but it's you can so feel much it. Cooler. It's yeah. so much cooler. But then when it come down to finally like trying to make music myself, it was like, why the hell am I saying can't? This doesn't make any sense. And it comes yeah. to this fundamental thing of like, how can I be truthful if I'm not even speaking in the way, or if I'm not even mm. vocalizing in the way that I've done my entire life or anything. And I remember when Kame and I were, she just started the show. I brought up with her the accent and she said, I don't have an American accent. And I was like, sis, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? Oh, and I, I did not realize. And I a line back to her and she was like, holy shit, is that like kind of how I say it? And I'm like, yes, yes, you said that with a 100% American tone I did not everything. realize I was saying last and fast. Yeah, I that, did exactly, not realize exactly. at all. Because you don't know, you wrap it in your head and it sounds, sounds fine great. because it, it works with certain things. It's what you hear. And anyway, like I think at the end of the day, this argument is kind of moot now because people have moved beyond the accent debate in a way like you know people are, oh, you hear aussies like rapping uk like drill exa- music and oh stuff God, exactly. like it's a and style take, yeah this is it people take whatever trend and they think mm. that the accent comes mm-hmm, with that mm-hmm. and it can just be ex- exchangeable like that and i think that comes from a lack of awareness of what the hell you're doing and what people want to hear mm. people don't want to hear a knockoff UK artists from Australia yeah. because they have legit UK artists from the fucking UK. <laughs> Why would I want to knock off Stormzy when there's Stormzy? Stormzy yeah, Why yeah, would yeah. I want a shitty Travis Scott when Travis Scott is literally alive yeah. making better music than yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what pops off from Australia ends up being 1-4. Polynesian 
accent yeah, yeah, on a yeah, drill yeah. beat. It's but like yeah. they're, they're doing the UK they're doing, flow. Yeah. They were very much influenced by the UK, but their awkwardness, what, what was their local grittiness is what propelled them into the mainstream. Mm. And it's why Cursor is respected as he is because the lad culture wasn't yeah, being represented. Culture. And that Cursor's got a song with Future. Mm. Cursor has been on a song with fucking Future. Because that is the power of his, like, I think about, like, there's, like, Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka and Future and all these guys. They were the dirty accents from yeah. their areas that people mm. who would, say, speak well in those cities would say that's an embarrassment to be represented to say that that's what we sound like or whatever. It's the same thing here. We all reject our lower socioeconomic areas, our, our local accents. We hate it until it blows up. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we've mm. loved that forever kind mm -hmm. of thing. Like, it... My point being that, so I don't think there is an identity because we're a completely multicultural society. We never had a period of social isolation to come up with a unique sound mm -hmm. because we've always been influenced by everything else. And we're always several years late to everything. When Australia gets on trap, that's because trap has become a completely global phenomenon by this point. Mm -hmm. It's not because we're avant-garde or we're on any pulse at yeah. all, ever. <laughs> it's always late. Yeah. And then when it comes to indigenous artists, I think that's the only place where we have any real uh, innovation in terms of voices and sounds and stuff happening in Australia right now. And we've got a spectrum on that because there are indigenous artists like Tasman Keith, for instance, who want to sound exactly like other artists from overseas, mm -hmm. namely Kendrick. That guy sounds exactly like Kendrick. If you listen to him and think about Kendrick rapping all of those songs, you can picture him doing it almost. And then you've got someone like Barker, Barker, who sounds exactly like fucking Barker. And she mm. sounds exactly like who all of her fucking community. And she represents that accent and that fucking culture mm -hmm. to the absolute fullest. And is to me the absolute Barker. fucking pinnacle. I told her after she got off stage at Jungle Love, I was like, you are the fucking best in the world to me right now. There's no other more important hip hop artist in anywhere in the world than Barker to me right now. Because everything else happening overseas has already been done by someone else at some point. Yeah. Like whether it's fucking Stormzy's blowing up or whatever, we've heard grime. Mm. We've heard black men, we've heard white men. We've, we haven't really heard from a indigenous Australian woman ever mm. on a global scale mm -hmm. or anything. And she has the skill and the talent to actually stand next to those international things. Yeah. Well, know? she's and done songs with Rico Nasty. Rico did Nasty. You? Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, and that was just like a remix. Yeah. A couple yeah. Years that ago was crazy. And she's gone up and up since yeah, then yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Barker is collaborating with like Missy Elliott in the next couple years be. kind of shit. That's crazy. I yeah. think that she's going to be on that kind of level where mm. she's literally, I, I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Lizzo and Barker make a song. Oh, yeah, I that'd sure be cool. As soon as Lizzo yeah. finds out that Barker exists, she's going to be like, let's I do a I need that woman song. in here, yeah. Like, that's, I think that she is so unique and, and this is like, the people who are like, I want to make a global sound, I think you're thinking wrong. Yeah. Because the local sound is what blows up. Mm. All those artists that I said before, like, future and the, they have atlanta sounds mm. yeah. they have atlanta accents mm. west coast blew up because they sounded different yeah. to new york mm. and the uk just blew the fuck up internationally because they sound completely different to the u.s everything the world has been force-fed about hip-hop was like flipped on its head because it's like hey we do grime things here and it's like what what it, what sounds are these you're making and the world went crazy for it and it's like you think you're gonna blow up off doing 
what Shit these guys have already done. done. Yeah. It makes yeah. no sense to me. I honestly you think go that, new. like the, 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 the Brisbane indie scene has a very unique Brisbane sound. For sure. Like, yeah, I just don't know why it's Going not translating back years to rap. as well. Rock yeah. as well. Go-betweens mm. uh, and, and like Powderfinger and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, we have yeah, had sure. international success from Brisbane here mm. and sounds like, like Powderfinger, I think is a very Brisbane sounding band and the go-betweens as well. These like old... But that's the thing. We had a rock culture. Yeah. yeah no, it was there, like and, and it was allowed to exist. One of the, uh, the second, like, at least as I learned it, the second ever official punk band was from Brisbane. It was like the Ramones and then the Saints <laughs> from Brisbane. They recorded in West End around the corner from here. They recorded the album. The singer actually yeah, died recently. Yeah, my dad He's used like to listen super, to the Saints. The Saints, I'm Stranded. Yeah. That was their whole thing was like, we're in a dead end nowhere town. And we want to get the, we're stranded here. We want to get the fuck out, kind of thing. And that was what made them unique. They were representing punk from a different side of the world, well, and they yeah. went to it internationally. They were out before the Sex Pistols. They were as influential to some people as groups like the Sex Pistols and the Clash and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like that was because they had their little uh, ability to be. They didn't have the internet and stuff. Like if every punk band was coming out at that time, they would have been washed over by everyone who had a bigger budget, kind of thing. That's what makes it different as well now is like there's, I don't know, it's too much. Yeah. So I, I guess just, just <laughs> rap, rap in your accent, embrace it. Yeah. yeah. I think it also comes up, like being authentic comes up with um, when you, when you like fighting someone else's culture. and yeah. like you, you, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Appropriating culture and stuff. Whereas if you being who you are, you can't appropriate someone exactly. else's culture. I mean, I know hip hop has a history, but if you're respecting the history but you're presenting your version of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, exactly. you're, not, you're not speaking in an accent and you're not and saying you're words that don't meet. You're not saying you're out yeah. in the streets grinding because exactly, there's yeah, not that's streets not here that you're grinding on. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Man, and you've never hit a lick in your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. so. That's what I mean. People just use buzzwords. Yeah, yeah. buzzwords. Hot, hot phrases, like keywords, and yeah. they say we can now fit in an international market. And it's like, mm. dude, you said that in the wrong context. <laughs> when people say they're making peas, but peas is pounds in the uk and i'm just like yeah yeah (laughs) no you're making dollary dues cunt (laughs) (laughs) i mean i could go on but um oh we'd love to keep going um but do you guys have any upcoming i know you've just oh girl that sounded amazing no i have a gig on the 12th of june actually with um is it rat how do i say that name rat Ralto 5, Rialto 5. Mm. That's at the Bearded Lady. It's at the right? Bearded Lady. Yeah. It's going to be so good. So yeah, shout outs. I'm really excited for that. Um, so, yeah, they, they invited me up. They, and, like, yeah, they've invited me to a podcast that one of the homies from the band, like, runs as well or yeah. the manager oh, perhaps. Nice. Yeah, so that's going to be really exciting. West End, if you're free, come through June Tickets 12. on your link tree, right? Yeah, I, I got was, it. I was sussing those out earlier. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, try, I try and keep up to date. It's, like, sometimes it's hard being an independent artist, like, you know, mm-hmm. following, like, yeah. getting everything updated. But it's what you got to do. It's all a part of the business. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. You know how it is. (laughs) No, I love the accent. I'm always changing mine. Yeah, girl. Get it. Where are you from, like, originally? Like, what's your history? Uh, My dad's Ghanaian. My mom's Aboriginal. Taffy. Oh, wow. Mm. Cool. And did you grow up in Brisbane? Um, I guess so now. Yeah. I guess so now. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound fucking Brisbane. No, no. no, no. I'm like 10 years, maybe a decade now. Yeah. 
and yeah. then just lived all around Australia. See, I can change my accent really easily. Yeah, yeah. I love I, that. The first time I, I, I heard Jamila changes, she's got office office talk, <laughs> very polite. Yeah. Down the, professional. Yeah, professional. Yeah, maybe professional rather than polite. Very professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch. And then we were it's out. Gotta be to the point. We, we were yeah. driving around, and her mom phoned, and then I was just like. Uh, Who is this person <laughs> talking through her? Who, what is it? Mate, <laughs> you should hear me when I go back to Gladstone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gladstone. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, 4680. Let's go. Get that chatted up. Yeah. 4680. It's my fucking, yeah, my, my, my stomping ground. Shit. But, yeah, it's funny how that happens when yeah. you get, like, you translate, like, around different people, you turn into... Different little parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I struggle generally for coming back from weekends when I go back to work because I'll spend generally my friend group is South African. Yeah. And there's a slang and like yeah. just you yeah. fall into it. And then on Monday, I'm just like, I don't know Hang what on. the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> speak English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds boring. <laughs> so, Dan. Yes. Eggman, do you have any gigs, fun things coming up that you um, want to shout out? I am, I'm playing a gig at Morayfield State High School uh, yeah. in like a week, which is an interesting That's one that uh, I've, I've been put for. I think it's for Reconciliation Week. It's like part yep. of their programming for that, uh, which I was initially reluctant to take. Cause I was is like, it That's a high school? Yeah. yeah, it's a high yeah. school. And I was like, but I was like, oh, I swear. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> like, what do I, and what am I, I going like, to do? Oh, what do I, and then it's like, really, I've got a couple songs. It's like maybe one swear of shit in there that I can change for something. It's not too hard. This ish but it was is all, bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. It was like trying to figure out like, what, why do I want to even do it though? And then when I started actually thinking about looking through the songs rather, I, I was like, do I have songs I can play? And then when I started listening to them, I'm like, wait, what would I say after this? Like, how do I bridge from this song to another? Because I can perform the song, but then making it mean something to these kids or whatever, I was like, what am I going to say? Kids are so judgmental too. (laughs) But also, at the same time, at that age was when I became a hardcore fan. True. That's where most kids develop their, they become lifelong fans of Which is why they're so judgmental. Yeah. Mm. Get a few beers in you, then you don't have yeah. to think about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is there a green room? room? I'm like, hey, kids, I didn't work Drugs for like cool. six years. <laughs> School sucks. <laughs> you can be cool like... Yeah. 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 It's great, guys. Celebrate oh my God. Years my I, I just yeah. thought it is. it would be cool to... Because I thought, shit, what if I was able to talk to myself? What if mm. I was able to go to my high school... And, yeah, and if I had some cool-looking guy like me come on stage <laughs> and be like, yes, dude, yourself. I did, I did art, I did, I did like mm. things like this, and that, and I, I, I'm, I'm surely gonna say something like, you know, your teachers aren't gonna tell you this, but it's okay not to have everything yeah. figured out. Yeah, mm. like oh, that, like just something explore. like that. Someone of your age group, like, and I always think about like how much a student teacher was so much more relatable than any other teacher mm. that ever was in there. You know, a fill-in or a student teacher who's a bit younger and you're like, oh, this guy's cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they didn't yell at us when we said shit. It's like, oh, I heard, yeah, him, yeah, I heard yeah. him swear. He's human. Mm. Like yeah. that, that relatability. And so I was like, this is actually potentially a, a powerful experience for, for, mm. for me to learn something, but also for these kids, if I, if I can say something interesting enough. But then other than that, um, I don't have any other 
gigs booked at the moment. If anyone hears this and wants to book me, that's cool. <laughs> yes. um, I, but I, I haven't been super active. I've just been kind of like You've trying been to get these them. old. Yeah. yeah, I've been mixing. I've been mm. just Working. getting old shit out. Mm-hmm. So not many gigs at the moment, but uh, I got a new single I've just produced for Ozzy Jarrell, which is coming out shortly. Um, I've, yes. I just mixed uh, Layton's debut, Late One's uh, debut album. Uh, Better Late Than Never a little while ago and we've got a group project called The Roster um, an album called So We Go which will be coming out in the near future as well and then I got an EP following up after that so I got lots of content but not the plan around it yet (laughs) so so uh, I'm working on the content and getting the plan into place around it which is something I didn't do before so trying to yeah Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Um, (laughs) well I wish that was all that mattered. Apparently, <laughs> the internet keeps telling me I need more and that I'm not doing enough TikToks. Mm, <laughs> you know, that's sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually like, also I'm working on a, a visual for one of my songs off the EP for nice. options. So Ooh. yeah, I definitely yeah, got to shout that cool. out. It's going to be like, um, I'm working with dancers again. Like I'm just uh, so inspired from yeah, the dance yeah. scene and it's going to be like a beautiful, like contemporary piece, like very moody and like, yeah, yeah dark nice. lighting. So if you like options as a, a track of my EP, yeah. Definitely, like, yeah, don't sleep on the visuals because I'm really excited to be producing that over the next year, uh, m- month, not year. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, it's going to be like this feature now. Yeah. Just, just a month. Seven we're we're going to get it done in Yeah, yeah. legit. Yeah. Synchronized. An hour long. Yeah. It'll be like this. No, 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 no. Month, 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 month. Over June, over June. Yeah, tune in. Well, so. thank you so much for yeah, no chef shouting out options. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming in and having a bit of a chin wag. Chit chit. Thank you. I'm always happy it. to yeah. talk. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I rambled a little bit too much. <laughs> we can edit that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you'll edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you have to do more editing because I went to the toilet. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We, we added some, you know, ad libs in there. You're fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it never occurred. Yeah, we had a joke. A, always a treat. I'm Jamil. I'm Jared. And we are Neon Hotline Brisbane.